Hello, my little sugar cubes. Welcome to the Fitness Manifest Podcast. If you're alive, you are what to do. Let's Side effects might include motivation, empowerment, giggles, enlightenment, inspiration. Welcome to the Fitness Manifest Podcast. I'm Coach Teresa, your virtual personal trainer, teaching you how your body works so you can reach and maintain your ideal health and fitness. A really common question I get from clients or from people that find out I'm a personal trainer is, should you take BCAAs or protein powder? What's BCAAs? What's the difference? Should you take it? Is it worth it? So part of my supplement series, I'm going to answer this. And if you're curious about creatine or beta alanine, two other really popular fitness supplements, check out episode 40 and 41. Let's start with BCAAs. The letters stand for branched-chain amino acids, which describes their structure. BCAA specifically is a title given to three out of 20 amino acids. These three are called valine, leucinine, and isoleucinine. They're responsible for alleviating fatigue, improving athletic performance, and stimulating muscle recovery. Leucinine is especially important because it's vital in muscle rebuilding. If your body doesn't have enough leucinine available when it's repairing your muscles, you'll be breaking down more muscle than building it which is not ideal when you're, let's say, an older adult trying to prevent muscle atrophy or you're trying to get your arms to look strong and toned. How much is needed to carry this important process? It's about 3 to 4 grams of leucinine daily, which requires between 25 and 43 grams of protein. 10 ounces of shredded chicken will give you 42 grams of protein. You can eat 5 ounces at lunch and then 5 ounces at dinner. Or you can eat foods with high levels of leucinine like a cup of oatmeal. Consuming 4 grams of leucinine is not all that is necessary to build and maintain muscle though. You still need to consume enough of the other essential amino acids. They're called essential amino acids because your body can't create them. You have to get them from the foods that you eat. Some are found in beans, tofus, and nuts, while all of them are found in animal proteins. If you're vegetarian, and especially if you're vegan, you're going to want to do some research on how to pair foods to create complete proteins, or supplement with a vegan protein powder to cover your bases. If you would rather skip on that research, check out my Instagram and TikTok, and I'll let you know. It's at Fitness Manifest. So, to conclude this section on BCAAs, should you take BCAAs? Eh, no. If you've been paying attention and this podcast isn't just some background noise, then you understand why supplementing with BCAAs isn't necessary. As long as you eat animal protein and pair complete proteins, then you'll be good to go. What about protein powder? Why do people take it? Because it's convenient to drink, it's concentrated protein, and it gets absorbed faster than whole foods. Not all protein powders are created the same, though. The most popular ones are animal-derived, There's protein made from the milky water and cheese called whey. There's protein made from egg. And there's casein protein, which is made from skim milk. There's also vegan protein powders made from soybean, hemp, peas, and brown rice, or a mixture of plants. Soy protein powder is the only one that contains all essential amino acids, so it's as effective as whey in improving body composition and strength. Brown rice protein is low on lysine, Pea protein lacks methiodine, 
and hemp is low on lysine and leucinine. So you'd have to supplement those elsewhere to get equal benefits as an animal-based or soy protein powder. Are there any downsides to protein powder? Protein powder has a high concentration of protein compared to animal products. But like anything processed, it's going to be missing a lot of vitamins and minerals found in natural foods. So treat protein powder as a supplement, not as your only source of protein in your diet. Protein powders and other supplements are also not regulated by the FDA. So the labels on your protein powders may not show the whole picture, like when you see a proprietary blend, and they don't actually share the amount of each ingredient in that blend. They may also contain heavy metals and other contaminants that have been linked to cancer and health issues. So try to find a protein powder that is third-party tested, like DotFit or Thorn. And a final note, just because you eat protein doesn't mean you're automatically maintain or build muscle. You still have to challenge your body in your workouts. After listening to this episode, if you have more questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram at fitnessmanifest. There's a ton to learn about protein powders that I want to share, so ask me questions and <clears throat> maybe keep an eye out for a bonus episode. For now, it's time for your manifest challenge. This episode, your challenge is to find how much protein you should take using the link below and find at least three recipes that meet your needs. So it could be divided into a meal and a snack. And if you want custom meal plans that are based on your food preferences and grocery budget, let's work together. Find out more details and pricing using the link below. That's it for this episode of the Fitness Manifest podcast. I'm your host, Coach Teresa, and bottoms up, get your protein in. Side effects might include motivation, empowerment, giggles, enlightenment, inspiration. Boop, boop.